Girth. Girth. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Ear Buddies. I am Ian Meyer, joined per usual by the purveyor of jugs himself, my co-host, Scott the Gooch Kraus. What's going on, Scott? Sup, Mensch? Wamp, wamp. Not a whole lot. Scott, I got a question for you, and I got a thing I want to tell you. Are you are you asking me what you are going to do first? Second question, which do you prefer? <laughs> tell me first. Okay. I think I saw one of the biggest assholes I've ever seen the other day. Go on. Very... <laughs> It was huge. Uh, <laughs> asshole as in the guy was being a jerk, not uh, not a physical... Uh, it wasn't like a gaping asshole. It wasn't like a gaping ass. Not this time. Or like a massive cheek presentation. No, no one was... Uh, so just to be clear, you're not talking about butt cheeks. You're talking about a person. I am talking about a person. Okay. Me and my wife were going through the Del Taco drive through Cool. And this guy was at the, what do you call it? The speaker is ordering something. Yeah. And then he stopped short as he's about to pull forward and the lady's trying to talk to him still. So we stopped and we just hear him go, small, medium, whatever you got, lady, making me repeat myself. <laughs> and me and lady looked at each other. And we're like, damn, this guy's pissed about something. He's being kind of a douche. So we go up, we order, we pull around. He's at the window, visibly disgruntled. We can't hear anything he's saying. He hands over payment, says something to them that looked snarky by his body language first. Then he gets his food, of course, checks everything. And then he says some sort of shit to them as he's pulling away. And we pull up. And I don't know if this was the gal that was helping us at the speaker, but she was like 16 or 17. I'd like braces and stuff. Yeah. It's like yelling at this this poor girl. We're just like, man, that guy's... Something's, something's up with him. He's pissed off. He's just having a bad day, whatever. We go to drive away. Our goal is the freeway. We're stuck behind this guy all the way to the freeway. A car was trying to get behind him. It had its blinker on. It was slowing down to get behind him. He starts honking. It's in a different lane. He's looking behind him to throw up his hands and like get pissed off at this person now. Like they're cutting him off. Wow. Like, don't get behind me. You think you can just get behind me? They go behind him. Go into the next lane so they can go forward. He honks at him again, throws up his arms. All right, this guy's obviously having a bad day. That's weird. As we start driving, he rolls down his window, throws a used napkin out of the window. Wow. Cumrag. Mm. Unconfirmed. He was eating. You didn't, uh, you didn't pick it up afterward and, and analyze it in your lab? Well, I did, but that's uh, later down the road. Okay, still inconclusive. Too, too contaminated? Yes. So right behind him, and at that point, it's like, okay, wow, we just watched a person go out of their way to roll down their window and throw trash out of it. What a douche. Yeah. Then we're stuck behind him on the freeway. He's playing on his phone and eating while driving on the freeway. <laughs> What's this guy's full name? I... Robert Jish. Robert Jish, congratulations. You're a complete tool. <laughs> you and your truck... Come over to my place. I'll give you your cum napkin back. <laughs> I feel like we're saying cum a little too early on this episode. Yeah, we should save it. You know, you can only say it so many times. All right. Maybe I'll bleep it out later. Uh, what's oh, your question? Actually, the same day, I saw a squirrel fall out of a tree. Fall out? <laughs> yeah. Oh. We hear this smack on the pavement out front because we were leaving to go somewhere. A, like a twiggy branch had broken and there was a squirrel skittering away from it. <laughs> That boy was playing with fire. He was out on a like a skinny little limb, picking at some sticks. Yeah, just getting too uh, too close to the sun. And it was a tall tree too, and he he smacked. Speaking of creatures, and I'll let you ask your question. Thank you. I was attacked by a rooster the other day. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think I know where, but do tell. Old Fair Oaks is filled with roosters. And uh, I came to realize that later on, I didn't realize it, but there's one that has his own mural named Hermie. <laughs> Hermie the rooster? Yeah. And he's a, he's a freaking, he's, he's girthy. He's, he's got a temper. Uh, mm. He's He's got a known temper because I talked to other people after I told other people that this happened to me and they're like, yeah, no, 
this person beat the shit out of it. This person, <laughs> you know, it's like this rooster yeah. is pursuing people and attacking them. My buddy got his ass kicked by this rooster in Old Fair Oaks. And I, I felt like such an idiot. Like I was, I was like walking down the steps and this rooster was like next to the steps. So I walked next to him. Right. Right. And then I, I walk past it a little bit and then I start hearing like, and I look back and this thing is like chasing me full speed. So I start like running as fast as I can. And he chases me all the way to the road. And I haven't run, I haven't run that fast probably since I was in high school. Someone's just looking out of like Fair Oaks Brew Pub or some bar. Yeah, there, there are people staring at me. Watching this guy getting I'm chased sure by this giant rooster. It wasn't that giant. He just has this. He's just an asshole? Yeah. Hermie? Hermie. Yeah, if you if you guys uh, go to Old Fair Oaks, he's the, uh, the rooster on, on the wall. You'll see him. The rooster on deck. But yeah, he's... I was on his turf. Anyway, what's your question? My question is, if people hadn't looked at our Instagram before, hadn't seen any pictures of us, what do you think they'd think we'd look like just based on our voices? That's a interesting question. Because I'm concerned at what people might picture with my voice. Because to me, I sound like I have teeth too big for my mouth when I talk. <laughs> like a horse type of situation? Like when, I he- when I hear my voice playing back i think about what i look like and how i sound when i'm talking and i'm like oh yeah that's why i sound like that Mm. i got these big old fucking beaver teeth you don't have beaver teeth Mm, i got i got big front teeth okay they're a little obnoxious i think they get in my way when i talk i think this is why why i sound like i do when i talk well the mic is in front of them so i can't (laughs) See? They don't you don't have beaver teeth. I don't know what you're talking about. Well regardless, I think I feel like people would just picture me as like a skinny boy B O I with like a Justin Bieber haircut, circa baby baby O. I'm gonna close my eyes, keep talking. Okay, so I hate my voice on recording. I know a lot of people think that, but also my teeth are kind of big. They sound like it at least. Uh you know, I might have a Justin Bieber haircut or two. Mm. Baby baby O. Oh baby baby O. What's that song called? <laughs> I think it's just called baby. Okay. Do you, do you have enough of my voice with your, uh, with your eyes shut? Do you have enough of a demonstration for... Yeah, I think you tainted my, my brain because that's all I pictured. I pictured a, like a prepubescent Justin Bieber type of thing. But like you had somehow gone through puberty because your voice isn't cracking. So just, you just, you're just covered in pimples. Prepubescent and just done? Just stopped? Po- post-pubescent acne. Oh no! Uh, you are I sound like I have acne. You are f- four six, hmm. and you have a Bieber cut. Hmm. Well, I don't want a Bieber cut. Those days are over. I think people would say that I look like a fat idiot. <laughs> Do tell. Elaborate, please. I'm just like a monotone, <laughs> low pitch dude it sounds like i don't really exercise probably and i'm probably breathing pretty deeply on these podcasts sometimes i think you can hear my nose whistle more than yours if it makes you more comfortable to okay. hear that i think i sound fatter than i am i never really thought okay i'm gonna close my eyes keep talking let's um, see what do i picture so when i was attacked by Hermie, uh he was he got you know what? That's all I need. You sound like you you wear glasses and maybe are a little heavier, but maybe yeah. more thick. You're mm. a thick boy. You're not like fat. You, you know, you got some girthy muscle. Mm. Maybe not cut muscle, but some some girth. Okay. That's well, the theme of today's podcast, girth. Girth. I'm not really girthy. I think I'm I'm closer to a dweeb than a girth man. Mm. Not closer than me. <laughs> you got me there. Uh, horrible topic. So maybe people are right on. And maybe, maybe they are. Maybe uh maybe I'm a fat moron. <laughs> um You're not the badass Burt Reynolds looking type when you wear those sunglasses. Yeah. Go check out our Instagram page, your buddy's pod. Check it out. Give us some likes. Let us know you're there. Send us some DMs, whatever. Say hello. Uh yeah. Say just send us a message that says hello. And uh, I'll I'll respond. I'll uh, I'll say hello. Yeah, he'll show it to me later, and I'll be like, "Hey, all right, <laughs> yeah, your buddy's pod." Scott, you want to dive in? What are we here to talk about today? We're talking about the new Tyler the Creator album. 
Igor. That's correct. Just released. Tyler, the creator, a.k.a. Tyler Gregory Oconma. Oconma? Yeah. You pronounce that right? I'm not confident in that pronunciation, though. Forgive us. I don't know how to pronounce it either. What uh, What's your exposure to Tyler, the creator? I've been kind of... Uh, I was a fan for a bit. Um, when Odd Future was uh, first getting started, I, I kind of jumped on board. Odd Future is, is his... Uh, I don't know if it's still technically a thing but it was this like diy like uh teenage kids type of scene where they were all just like self-releasing their albums on this odd future uh label type of thing where it's just like this giant group and it just felt like a really refreshing like rebellious goofy anything goes type of thing it looks like they're listed as still being Present. I think it's just different than it used to be. Yeah, like they it's never more of a really. Brand now, I think they never really broke up. They're just kind of inactive. Everyone's just doing their own thing. Yeah. So the the cream kind of rose to the top a little bit. Aside from Tyler the Creator, there was uh, Earl Sweatshirt, who who's gotten some notoriety. There's uh, Frank Ocean, who's completely. I mean, he's he's kind of in his own lane now. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah, Vince Staples was kind of associated with it. It was kind of this ragtag group of kids that. Like I was at the age at the time that I was kind of at the border, I think, where it's like I thought it was really cool, but it it was like on the edge of being kind of get off my lawn type of uh-huh. thing. Uh, they all have weird names too: Casey Veggies, yeah, Left Brain, Jasper Dolphin, mm-hmm. Earl Sweatshirt, Haji Beats, yeah. So I I, I jumped on with that, <clears throat> and uh, I listened to Tyler's first release on that. I I really liked. Earl Sweatshirt's first release on that, Earl. That was my favorite from from them. I kind of dropped out right when he released his like major label debut, uh, Goblin. I liked Yonkers, the single. I thought that was an incredible single. I liked a couple songs from that album, but... Um, I like the name Yonkers. Yeah. It just... I think it was... By the time he released that, I had just kind of been over it. Um, and then, since then, I haven't really been paying attention i feel like that's that's my story for all the artists we talk about here it's like i jump on board right at the beginning and then i lose interest immediately (laughs) uh i don't know what's wrong with me everybody sorry i'm sure i'm guilty of that at times yeah so i do like tyler the creator to an extent he's not like my favorite um i did really enjoy his album from i don't know if it was last year or two years ago uh flower boy i thought that was a couple years ago a couple years ago I thought that was really good, um, I, and he's been making some like leaps and bounds creatively lately, and we'll, I'm sure we'll discuss that, but mm-hmm. um, what about you? Honestly, my main exposure to him is from his uh, sketch comedy group, Loiter Squad. Oh, really? Okay. I, I never watched that show. I stumbled. I think you would love it. I really think it's right up your alley. Is this still on? No, okay. but I think it might be, there might be reruns. I think you can watch a lot of it on like, comedy like adult swim.com like the website okay or maybe just on youtube or something uh yeah but it was on from 2012 to 2014 so it wasn't on super long but it was really funny me and david actually stumbled upon it one night i don't know if it was like a drunken accident i think like we had gone out had several drinks and got a bit buzzed and came back but i just remember we were eating flipping through the channels and stumbled upon loiter squad and we were laughing our asses off. It was so unexpected. Huh. They had a character called Catchphrase Jones. I think he kind of fought crime, sort of. Had like a nemesis, but he only spoke in like random catchphrases that he made up. Like, I'm a grown-ass man. If I want to shit in the bed, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I think I would like it. I, that's, uh, that's a part of Odd Future that I didn't really mention, too, is that they expanded to they had their own clothing line for a bit they got their own show and their whole aesthetic was like rebellious youthful whatever an example of a an old odd future line i think it's like kill people burn shit fuck school (laughs) uh there's a comedian i forgot who it was i think maybe it was hannibal burris he was like that really goes in like descending order of (laughs) like (laughs) it's like kill people well that's pretty bad burn shit uh, okay i mean that yeah don't do that fuck school whatever <laughs> <laughs> like you think it would go in the opposite order yeah that's that's just dis- yeah that's descending anger yeah it's like kill people burn shit fuck school like yeah. fuck school is like the ending thing but it's like 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not so bad. Yeah. Everybody kill, hates school. You're killing people. I mean, stay out of school. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So one thing I wanted to bring up too was the Loiter Squad. I don't. So you'd never watch a show. Are you familiar with their theme song? No. It's called I Like Cheese. I like cheese. So I'll have you watch the intro. This is their theme for everything? This was the theme for the show. Wow. I don't, I don't think I've seen this video before, but... Incredible. I'll check it out. Maybe it's on like uh, Hulu or something. I don't know. Anyway, just when they just start screaming at the end there is I think when the show comes in and that, that made me laugh a lot. So you, you don't know anything about his music really or what? Little to none. Okay. Uh, I have more to say about Loiter Squad than I do him. <laughs> wow. I, I never hopped on board with his music. I listened to, I listened to a bit of Wolf, I think, maybe Cherry Bomb, but not enough to get a firm grasp on who he is as an as a, uh, a musical artist. Yeah. What I heard went pretty fucking hard, though. And I know he's kind of had some controversy surrounding some of his lyrics. Yeah. Because he'll kind of use some, like... Uh, he's been accused of using, like, homophobic slurs and stuff. He has, um, but more recently, uh, with the release of his last album, there was another type of controversy, I guess. I don't know if it's controversy... Where people were questioning his sexuality. I heard about that, yeah. He, he kind of came out a little bit. Um, but it's still unconfirmed, right? Like, he never said, oh, I'm... Uh, I don't want to say it's unconfirmed. I think it's confirmed. I, I feel like he... Is it? He I thought I saw someone about that, too, but I never... Both. Yeah. Oh. I, I don't know. But... Um, so, he's obviously he, changed. He does. I saw that he's just got a lot of, like, controversy around him. And some of it seems like... People are kind of looking for an excuse for some reason, but well, I don't know enough about it to speak to that. To me, it feels like he grew up while he was getting popular. Hmm. Like He did become popular at a very young age. Like He so. got popular at a very young age when he was just kind of like rebelling and just like doing... just probably They were probably just making stuff for fun on their computers or yeah. whatever. And then he really like had to figure out himself, I think, like in the public eye and maybe i'm wrong but that's just the impression i got from just his albums these albums felt like they he always kind of felt like he was working towards something that he wasn't quite getting there until like recently uh-huh so maybe him like coming out or or whatever it's part of him like coming to terms of with who he is for real mm-hmm. i don't know i i don't I don't want to say too much. I think I feel like I already have. Well, no, and he's... Because I don't know anything. He's but. about our age. Like, he's like a year, maybe two older than us. Yeah, and I'm thinking, like, I started listening to them when they were kids. I was a kid. Yeah, and I, I think back to, like, what if I was famous at 18 or 19? I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. Like, you know? And, you you know, like, for better or wor- uh, for worse, actually, not for better, but, like, <laughs> saying homophobic slurs or, you know just being shocking mm-hmm. it it was like something that kids did it's like growing yeah. up it's i think it's maybe a little bit less common now i'm thinking but around that time that was like you say the fag word to just get a rise out of people mm-hmm. uh that's yeah it's not, more the shock value than actually using it to put someone down yeah yeah so i mean it maybe hasn't aged particularly well and and yeah, there's a lot and- of there's a lot of shifting going on in just like culture. There is it the the political correctness thing is 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 a hot topic right now. Yeah, we don't have um, to jump into that. But. No, we don't. But it's you know it's just it's it's is becoming a touchy thing. Like I've been watching Futurama the last few nights, mm-hmm. some reruns uh, from the first couple of seasons, and even in there, there's like some jokes that they probably couldn't get away with today. Yeah, or that '70s show. There's some stuff in there that's just racist <laughs> on parts <laughs> well that's, people you know and it's like i like both those shows you know more so futurama and it, i don't know i'm just kind of pulling this out of my ass right now but well, it's i mean even you know, even like it's um, just so- i listen to uh, a local podcast fill my heart it's a great podcast about dr phil right they had a discussion about a uh, a live show where a lady walked out they were they were telling 9-11 jokes but it was like, oh boy. 
It was the type of 9-11 joke where it was like just kind of ref. I, I forgot what they said exactly. I don't want to misquote them, but it was uh-huh. like if you heard the joke, it'd just be like shock. Ob- so obviously shocking. Right. It was like so over the top, obviously over the top. And she was just like so pissed off. Like this is the most insensitive and disgusting thing I've ever seen. And it's just like you you'll get people like that now. Well, and that's kind of. Why it's a joke is because, like, yeah. you're pushing the limit. Like, yeah, we know that it's really insensitive and disgusting. That's why we're saying it. <laughs> well, that's how you get over tragic events as you joke about it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying that you should, like, make little of people, you know, genocide or whatever. But, mm. but uh, yeah, we, we, we got into it. I said we shouldn't. But uh, anyway. That's all right. <laughs> um, um, anyway, yeah, that's just uh, seeing some of the controversy that was around him just made me kind of think about it and it's you know that's you know you know i know um yeah it's it's interesting and neither of us i think are qualified to really like dive into his character because neither of us are really paying that close of attention to him but no and whatever character he is like cool yeah whatever and i i i can tell just from his musical output that he's growing a lot yeah his last two albums have been just like very conceptually arranged and like uh, very well thought out. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you want to just get into our review of Igor here? Yeah, give me uh, give me some of your initial thoughts. How do you um, feel about this? So, uh, initially thinking wise, my thoughts, initial thoughts. First? First things that I thought and when I think. You begin Genesis Precursor. <laughs> what was it, what's that? Your... Uh, present uh thoughts are you mouth func- malfunctioning <laughs> ma- <laughs> are you mouth functioning is your mouth functioning i don't think so i liked uh flower boy i think the actual title for that was scum fuck flower boy but he shortened it okay because it's just listed as flower boy now <laughs> yeah uh it's like odd future the real full name is like odd future wolf game kill them all and there's even more than that okay. um but anyway i like that album but it it was like I liked it, but it's like okay, I can I can see I can say that this isn't for me. Maybe like I enjoy it when I listen to it, but it's not like something that I'm pining to return to. Nothing other than personal preference. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's just like a very well made album. Igor, um, I think I like it more. I think I like it more than Flower Boy. Really? My initial thoughts, it it was like it felt like a Kanye album to me. Hmm. As far as like him having this concept that isn't entirely obvious at first and having this just crazy backing, all these backing musicians to the point where like, I don't think he even comes in until the second song, really. Yeah, I think it's And it's like this whole thing where there's a range, like all sorts of instrumentation, all sorts of vocalists, like a gospel, um, super layered. and But everything uh-huh. felt like... Um, even if it felt out of place, it felt out of place on purpose. Hmm. Uh, like if something is extra loud, it's like it's there. They they're trying to make it sound like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I, I was really impressed going into this. I thought that this was like a pretty crazy and like focused album. Hmm. Um, I'll leave it at that for now. Okay. Um, what about you? So I kind of figured this was going to happen. I have kind of the opposite opinion. Okay. <laughs> First of all, there's no whammy pedal. <laughs> what? You and the listeners might know, I like my whammy, and there's not a whammy pedal in sight on this. Uh, okay. That's a criticism? No. I'm just pointing it out. Uh, no, I I thought it was an incredibly unfocused album, actually. Really? I, yeah, and like, I I didn't feel like it was very fleshed out. I, to me, it felt like a collection of really well-produced and refined, but otherwise unfinished experiments. Wow. You're going to get some heat for that. I, that's fine. It's, I, you <laughs> Come know, at Ian in the DMs. <laughs> I'll respond to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, you're going to be like, I know, I'm a pool. <laughs> yeah. My name's Ian. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I, I do feel like I'm missing something because the album felt not great to me. Okay. I I didn't enjoy it. 
I thought it was I thought it was very underwhelming. There was a lot of sounds, and I'm like, okay, here we go. This is going to be cool. And then it just fell completely flat mm-hmm. and didn't do anything. This album really did nothing for me hmm. throughout all my listens. It, it didn't improve at all for me. It didn't really get any work. The first thought I had of it on the first listen was the same on like the fifth and sixth listen. Okay. It, it stayed pretty consistent. I thought there were too many layers. It's very dreamy. Yeah. It's like a lot of, it's like a collage of a lot of really beautiful things put together in an unbeautiful way. Okay. I, I guess that's a stupid sentence, but. No, I can see where you're coming sense? from. There is like. Like, like, a, like all, all the beats are amazing and the music is awesome. A lot of the vocals and stuff and the way everything fits together, I don't like. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I and maybe it's it, this. This isn't something that you would probably gravitate toward. You're not a Kanye fan. No, or... I, I. To be fair, I'm not super familiar with Kanye's music. Yeah. I don't. He's done nothing as a person to make me want to gravitate oh, toward him. You don't listen you know? to Kanye because of his personal actions yeah yeah no that's i mean and that's not why i choose not to i just i've had no exposure to it and there's nothing about him that makes me like want like i have no motivation to go to check him out okay although what was that album push a t the one one of your honorable mentions daytona yeah and you mentioned that kanye produced some tracks on there the entire album oh the entire thing okay also uh because that was cool and i was okay i'm not a kid cuddy fan i thought you liked that album that was on my list too. Uh, Kids see ghosts. That's the one I'm thinking of. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because that one was great. Okay. Then yeah. I was surprised by both of them. Okay. I guess I just forgot. Um, I'm gonna go back and listen to it and hate it now. <laughs> Out of spite. Yeah. Just curious. Before we get any further, did you get a chance to look at the feature list on this album? You might find one thing very interesting. I did not. Uh, you must have missed one in particular. So they got... Was it Jonathan Davis? No. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Uh, so I'll just, re- I'll just read through it because the one that I think you care about is at the very end. But um, for people listening, Lil Uzi Vert, Playboy Cardi, Solange, that's uh, Beyonce's sister, hmm. Gerard Carmichael, Kanye is on uh, track eight. He's on Puppet. Anthony Evans, uh, Amanda Brown, Tiffany Stevenson, Charlie Wilson, blah, blah, blah. Santi Gold, CeeLo, I didn't know that. LaRue. CeeLo's in everything, man. <laughs> Pharrell, which I I think... Uh, LaRue. Yeah, LaRue, too. She's the one that does uh, Bulletproof or whatever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is on Gone, Gone, and Thank You, that track, the track 10. Pharrell, I think he had a strong Pharrell influence from this album, too. Slow Tie, uh, Kevin Kendricks, and here is the one that you care about, Jack White. Really? Jack White's on this album. Where the fuck is Jack White? For a long time, uh, when I first looked this up, they had not listed his credit. It just He was just there. Um, but apparently, he did guitar on the final track, Are We Still Friends? Hmm. So maybe there is some hidden whammy in there somewhere. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me run down the track listing real quick. We got Igor's Theme, Earthquake, it's with an F, I Think... Exactly what you run from, you end up chasing. Just uh, insert the entire track there because it's about as long as the name. As me saying that? Yeah. (laughs) Running out of time, new magic wand, a boy is a gun, puppet, what's good, gone gone slash thank you, I don't love you anymore, are we still friends? Question mark. Yar. That's it. Uh, So... It's uh, it's kind of a hodgepodge. I can see where you're coming from, but that's kind of in the spirit of, I feel like, influences on this album. Kanye yeah. is like that. I think Pharrell can be like that, and it's uh, more. It feels more like uh, arranged type of thing where it's like movements. I feel like this is a concept album loosely. I feel like there's a lot of talent forced together in a relatively ungraceful way i think it's ungraceful on purpose though it could be and like i said it felt kind of dreamy to me it felt kind of there's a lot going on like sort of hazy i think that when things sounded off i think they were meant to sound off like there's a Mm -hmm. there's a spot in puppet where it's like the the mood completely shifts 
So it's it's kind of like dreamy and pleasant here. Uh-huh. Got Kanye in the background, some singers, and then it uh, here it's coming. This thing here, it's like things are starting to fall siren. apart. Um, I you know on there on purpose doesn't sound good, but I think it's like stuff like that where it fits the narrative a little more than the music. Yeah, and if you know, and if that is what he's going for, then like you know, bless him for it. it it's just. It just felt incomplete to me. Like there wasn't a single track on here that I could. I feel like I could put on. And oh really? You can like you can bop to Earthquake. You know what? I wanted to like Earthquake. That's the single. But I feel like it just does this for real this time. Just you make my earthquake. But I don't know. Like this was this was cool, and I was this was I think the song for me that that got me thinking. Okay. This album's gonna wind up into something. Yeah, it's like a precursor to something cooler, and it just it didn't really for me. Um, having said that, I do have a couple standouts that are more so from the album for me, as opposed to songs that I liked. Oh, okay. Uh, so like moments. Yeah, like what's good. Yeah. I thought this was kind of cool. It's kind of raunchy. Yeah, that this is like the. The banger on the album, I feel like. It's the darkest sounding one. Yeah, and this one felt closer to completion yeah. than a lot of the others, I guess. Was Is this one where he's like, Dracula, Dracula, Dracula? I think so. Something I'm going to suck back at you or something like that. <laughs> and I like the kind of overly compressed kind of like distortion on his, his vocals there. Yeah, there's a good amount of distortion, I feel like, in this album with the bass. These synth tones are really cool. Yeah. There's cool shit in here. It's just... Cool sh- every, it's, everywhere, I feel like. My other standout was, I think, the beat is awesome in this. This kind of reminds me of, like, uh, King Kunta at the beginning. Like, uh, Kendrick Lamar. Okay. And I, I really liked this, but later on, it just kind of takes a dive for me. I don't mm. know. But... Um, uh, the intro, uh, I wanted to. It's not my pick, but we. It's probably not either of our picks. I think that that felt like an LP beat at the very beginning, to me. LP, where are you? As soon as uh, the the singers come in, it stops feeling like that. But when it picks up with the drums here, it feels like LP, to me. Come on. Yeah, Some killer this- mic on that. Yeah, and this sounded cool. Like, yeah, it doesn't sound like anything else on the album. No, but, but I, then, but then it, the, the ride around town, you don't feel this doesn't. That doesn't sound like LP at all. But I thought yeah. this sounded really cool. Um. Anyway, is that are those your only two uh, track picks? Yeah, I think this one, this one would have been like a half pick. Oh really? Had, if I had to choose another one, yeah. Did you but, pick up on any of the lyrical? like um the story there's kind of like a loose story going on here not a whole lot it seems like uh the start and end of like a kind of bad relationship i feel like mm-hmm. it, it seems like a concept album to me because uh-huh. it, it doesn't feel like it immediately but it kind of unveils itself like by the time it hits like uh puppet or whatever it just like completely goes sour and then it's like it's uh it's about a relationship that kind of like starts and ends and like the mm. whole everything kind of associated with that the feelings and um at the end it's like are we still friends or you know i don't love you anymore stuff like it's yeah it's right on. i think it's worth mentioning that it's consistent in at least lyrically even if you maybe maybe not uh, musically for you like uh-huh. there's a there's a focus on the theme if you really dive into what he's saying right so yeah, which is which is great. Some of my personal preference that takes me out of it a little bit is on a couple of the songs where I don't like the sound of someone rapping with like a like a beautiful vocal melody singing over the top of it, supposed to be in the background with like a completely different set of lyrics. Mm. I don't know, huh. and I've, I've like, never heard that take before. And 
I, I don't know. It just, those two things don't really fit to me. If there's a gap where there's like a little breakdown where there's a lady like singing really mm-hmm. elegantly and it goes back in, that's fine. But I don't like when they're going at the same time. I think it sounds bad. Interesting. Maybe it's not a sound you're used to. No, it just it just blatantly doesn't seem to fit. It's opposite okay. ends of the spectrum. Yeah, I get the impression Polar that you're, you're approaching this album a lot differently than most people are. Like I think you're I li- am. You're listening to it in a completely different way than most people are. It goes against a lot of my personal preference. And I maybe I had a different idea of what I was going to get into with this album. Maybe I had a different idea of what to expect from Tyler, the creator. But I'd heard him go hard before. Like yeah, he does. Stuff. This is not him anymore. I, yeah, I, yeah, and I haven't. Or that's not him anymore. Yeah, and I, I haven't, haven't been exposed to much since his earlier stuff when he did that. And that, I guess that's what I was kind of like going in for. But regardless of what I expected, further listens, I still didn't like it that much. I just, I don't. You know, the fact that it's produced, and I'm not shitting on you, but I don't care. The okay, fuck you, Scott. The fact, like, the fact of Kanye being on here does nothing for me. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't. You know care. what I mean. I don't care. Not, I'm not. Yeah, and I'm not saying that that was like you're like, oh, Kanye's on here. It's good. I think but, it's notable because it feels like he took a lot of inspiration from Kanye. Yeah. Um. But I, yeah, I don't care. That's cool. Like, if that's someone that he took inspiration from, and now he collaborated with that person, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, I think it's a more of a something you could say, like, oh, good for him, kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, some people might look at it like, oh, Kanye produces, it must be good. It's like, well, not necessarily. You know, you know, uh, one more thing I, this is, this is almost like, this is kind of barely a rap album. I don't even consider this a rap album. Yeah. And I think maybe I was expecting it to be more of one. Okay. And I think even, I think even Tyler said this isn't a rap album. It's, it's more inspired by like soul and like R and B and like, I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of a hodgepodge, but I I think it all fits together pretty well. Um, but I think maybe I just like came came at it from more of a I don't know. I don't want. I'm not trying to sound like. No, no, no. I yeah. mean, like you're more exposed to this type of stuff than I am. Yeah, this goes against a lot of my. Personal I get the reference, reference points. I think yeah. a little more. I was trying to really put myself in a different mindset and change the way I approach this mentally. And it just didn't work, man. I just, mm-hmm. I don't think, I think there's a lot of cool stuff going on, but I just don't think it's. You don't have to justify yourself. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to apologize to everybody. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm trying to give like an accurate justification on why I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, I'll run down my track picks. Um, we, already, we already talked about Earthquake. I think that's a cool, awesome little uh, summer jam. I liked it a lot. I think that the second half of this album is where it really just gets good for me. Running out of time is good, but that's not when I pick. So I'm going to pick Magic Wand. Yeah, this one, this gave me like a Death Grips feel right here. Yeah. It's when he's like, no magic wand. I don't know. You know, this one, every time I went to play it, I kept thinking it was going to be one of my standouts. And I can never remember why... I didn't mark it as such. I think there's something later on in it that took me out of it. Huh. Yeah, I, li- I like the song a lot. Boy is a Gun is a track right afterward, and I think I think this run of the album is just gold. Boy is a Gun is tight. Um, I know you don't agree, but I'm just... I don't really, see right here. There's her and him going on at the same time. That's a sample. That's like a very Kanye move, I feel like. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay but um and we talked about what's good that was when I, I had the four picks it was hard for me to pick on this album uh and then i think my final pick are, are we still friends i really liked um as a, as an outro i think it was an awesome uh little like soul type of after the after all the stuff it's just this nice little simple sounding thing you know um but I, I liked pretty much every... I think I liked every song on this yeah. album. I liked uh, I Don't Love You Anymore a lot. That was almost a pick of mine. I, I kind of go back and forth. Maybe I'd, I'd pick this over Are We Still Friends. But um, yeah, I, I thought this album was freaking great. Um, I will say it's like maybe it took itself a little bit too seriously. I, I was listening to... Uh, and maybe that was me kind of putting things in... It, uh, maybe 
formulating that in my brain because I, uh-huh. I listened to another podcast about this album where they interviewed two people reviewing it and one of the guys that was reviewing it uh, had listened to it like 40 times in the first week Jesus. and had like and he, he had this whole like every lyric he had this kind of like theoretical thing about it and i think there's an entire podcast out right now breaking down the album yeah it's on spotify yeah is that the one you're talking about i'm talking about okay and yeah he he interviewed uh the needle drop uh anthony fantano uh he's like a youtube reviewer and then he he interviewed this other guy i don't remember that guy's name but that's this guy like he was like going down lyric for lyric like he had this whole uh, thematic reason why Kanye was saying the things he was saying, like everything had like a symbolism. I think uh-huh. he was overanalyzing. Okay. Um, and I think Tyler did put a lot of thought into this album, uh, which I, I just maybe it came off maybe a little too much for me. Like, but you don't have to listen to any of that. So I think it's just yeah. me formulated it, formulating no, it like and that like, in my head. The tones are good. Like the production quality behind it is good, you know, but just, the assembly. I have problems with the assembly. Yeah, and I think you. I think this what, album was doomed for from the start with you, <laughs> which bums me out, man. Like yeah. you know, I I I really wanted to go into the. I went into it thinking like, oh yeah, this is gonna be cool, and then it just bummed me out. And I and one of my problems with some artists will do this when I hear rappers try to sing over something, and it just sounds off key as fuck. Yeah, this isn't for you. I hate that so much. I that's, think that sounds bad. That's such a like standard thing now. I mean, it's been around for a long time. Like I've always, I guess I've always kind of heard it in different things, but I just yeah, <laughs> I can't, I can't and agree they do that with a you bit on here where it's like they're trying to have like this harmony, this nice harmony layered in the back, and it just doesn't fit the music at all. It's like I, I I'm trying not to completely dismiss your opinion you can tell me why i'm wrong though like on it just it 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 just sounds like something my dad would say and that's probably (laughs) why is that not why is that not the first time you said that to me on here i don't know probably the last time we talked about hip-hop is when i said that to you probably um it's just uh it's not trying to be good it's like it's like that for i don't know like the kitschy kind of like it's it's like a campy cheesy thing like on purpose kitschy works you got me a kitschy okay i think i get i might not be explaining it i mean of course it's case by case but it's like i don't listen to kanye singing and like man he's really he's really going for it this time i'm like he's just trying to convey some sort of emotion yeah it's more of a a, like a genuine thing rather than uh you know i don't know so it's 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 hard to it's hard to really defend that without specific examples, but yeah, it's like an uphill thing it's for hard, me. It's hard, yeah, me too. I don't I don't have I don't have specific examples on hand too. Um, it's just uh, this is the episode of me trying to justify rap music to you. You don't have to justify rap. There's just there's so many different like there's rap that I like. We did Aesop Rock. I like them. Run the Jewels. I love Run the Jewels. Uh huh. You know everybody likes Dr. Dre on some. But level. you're not. You're not like a casual hip hop listener. You're more of a not case, really. case, uh, special case kind of. I'm. I think I'm. Pick, I'm definitely pickier with it. I don't. Yeah. I don't like mumble rap. You introduced me to some some Lil Xan. Oh yeah, Lil Xan is just is just bad. Yeah, that that stuff's inexcusable. But but there's a, yeah, I, I don't want to like. <laughs> not all rap is bad. I'm not saying all rap is bad. Is that what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm just like, I don't want to come across like that because I absolutely love hip hop. So I don't want to like, I don't want to get on your level because when people get mad at us, I don't want to be, I want to, I want to <laughs> join them. You want to be, you don't want to have the association. Yeah. I'm trying to distance myself. Uh, from all you right. Now. Well, when people get on my level because you say that corn is bad. Yeah, and I'm gonna be on their side. Bring it on! Get bring it on! <laughs> I don't care about that. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to listening to it. But okay, so if there's hate, bring so, it on. But not just I. I can't just say like, oh yeah, when rappers sing bad, I love that. It's like when certain rappers do that, they're doing it for a reason, and I enjoy it because mm-hmm. it's not like I'm looking forward to hearing Ghostface Killa singing 
or whatever, but it's like no, and that's not it's just you're part looking. of a song. It's just an yeah. art, a piece of art. Like that's a, not something you're necessarily looking forward to. Like, oh, I can't wait till he sings in this part. But when it happens, it's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Like, what are you doing? What are you? What? What's happening? <laughs> but it's not about good or bad. It's about why they're doing it. It's not about because it obviously doesn't sound professional or good. It sounds like intentional. I don't know. I it's. I really can't waste any more time oh, you defending can, though. this because it's really, yeah, okay, if like, uh, if Lil Xan, we're already bashing on Lil Xan, mm-hmm. if Lil Xan started singing, I would hate it, mm-hmm. but I listen to- Because you know the heart isn't there. Yeah. There's no There's no way. passion, there's no artistic vision, but if Kanye's singing, I know that he's a weird mind that- has something in his head that says there needs to be bad singing here. I don't know. Okay, and when Jonathan Davis sings, through your face my fist will plow. <laughs> this is one of the most ridiculous debates ever. <laughs> I was going to not bring corn up on this, but it's the only thing I have that you just say is bad and have no fucking shame in <laughs> yeah. finding justifications for why it's bad. You're just like, no, it's just, it is bad. Hours later... The buds would come to realize that they got so swept up in argumentative heat and sensuality that they forgot to rate the album altogether. Hello? Scott, I got a bone to pick with you. You got a bone to pick with me? I got a bone to pick with you. Well, bring it, bitch. Nah, I'm too tired. Too tired to fight. <laughs> Good, because I'm, I'm too tired, so that would have been, been a lot of work for me. That would have been a sluggish and lugubrious is that the right word it is now <laughs> um, lugubrious yeah <laughs> so scott we're having a rough couple days yeah turns out we got too excited we got too passionate we got too stressed out we didn't even rate the album yeah there was a lot of uh if i recall correctly there's a lot of emotional tension a lot of sensual tension and uh-huh. i think that we get we kind of reached the point where we had to take it off air and you know once you cut that's it and um i just slipped both of our minds so yeah we didn't rate we didn't rate the album we didn't rate our both our pants were halfway off our clothes were halfway off before the end it of the was, episode we had to cut it yeah, it was like a very sensual match of the wits, but uh, I feel a lot better after the record. I think my my thoughts are more collected, so maybe it's for the best. And you know what? Speaking of record, we just tried to do this again, and the computer froze. <laughs> yeah, so uh, speaking of collecting our thoughts, I have all of my thoughts already. I've, I've already expressed them to you before. So, And mine um, to you. But I think yeah. I remember them. Yeah. Let's reiterate for the listeners. Right. It's recording, right? It is. <laughs> Sick. Oh, Bobo. Bobo's anxious for us to become friends again, too. <laughs> Going back on the episode and listening to it a bit, listening to your argument, I think I get more now what you were trying to say than I did in the moment. Yeah. It's, uh, you know... With regards to, you you said something on there that stood out to me. You said it's not about good or bad. It obviously doesn't sound good. It's about intentions. It's about why. And Mm -hmm. that struck a chord in me. And I realized that you're kind of going along the same concept as, say, Meat Puppets. Uh, You know, some of their music is a little raw and offset and, uh, you know, not necessarily pretty or refined. It might, you know, might sound a little rough around the edges or a lot rough yeah. around the edges depending on who it is but that's that's the kind of concept you're going for right with your argument yeah so in the case of the Tyler the creator album like there are several like the majority of the album there are spots where there's professional singers but it's like an it, it it's more uh emotionally vulnerable and more of like an artistic decision i think in right. this case so it's not like he's singing because he thinks that he has the best voice in the world. He's singing because this is what he's, 
the type of emotion that he's trying to convey. And it doesn't necessarily need to sound like good. I, I think that that argument um, always bothers me because like music doesn't necessarily need to sound good. Like sometimes there's musicians that will sound spotless and have like, and do nothing for me. Like if we, you compare like uh Ingwe Malmsteen to Sonic Youth, it's like, okay, Sonic Youth sounds like shit, but in a way that is completely intentional in a way that I really enjoy it's, it's dissonant noises that convey some sort of emotion. Whereas Ingwe Malmsteen is doing all of these technical things that are like very technically impressive, but it does nothing for me. So it's like, you can go either way. Um, and Sonic Youth isn't even like the best example. Uh, you can. No, but that's, that's a really good comparison though, because. You know, and maybe on the Sonic Youth level, a person can relate more to it. If there's flaws in the music, it's like, oh, even these guys, it's a little, you know, have flaws in there, and it's it's more truthful. Whereas someone like Ingve or Ingwe, you know, some like the fact that there's that it's you know can be too perfect at times. It's just (laughs) how did you phrase it on the last second recording we did? He's like saying a lot, but it's really saying nothing. It's like you're saying a lot of words. It's like, remember the rapper Twista? Yeah. He's like the fastest rapper of all time, or at least at the time he was the Guinness World Record holder. But his lyrics were like very basic. So it's like, okay. Yeah, it sounds kind of cool. You're rapping really fast, but it's the same with Ingve. It's like, and let's just like rip this guy a new asshole. Like Ingve. <laughs> but yeah, I, why you know it's like this does nothing for me. If you're th- if you're talking about like people listening to um, this guy Jandek, he's his guitar is always out of tune. His music has like no scale, but it's uh it's like an emotional thing that people connect with. I think that's more meaningful than anything that's just like flawlessly technical in, in any right. way. And it's that's a those are extreme examples but it, it kind of like that kind of goes with my point with rappers and especially i think in this case because like i said like tyler didn't need to sing he he had so many musicians like helping him he he could have easily like had it uh, only rapped and had like singers do stuff for him but it right it just i think it was something that he was connected to more emotionally that he wanted to convey himself uh-huh. so the fact that it's not perfect, I think, is actually something that he was going for. Right. Thinking about it with that perspective and revisiting, re-listening yeah. to your side of the argument, it was, it, it made more sense to me hearing it back. It's more about the intention and, and creative direction, you know, making it more vulnerable and genuine sounding. Yeah. And that's exactly how, I think that's exactly how you have to look at it because... I think uh, it wouldn't have had the same effect if it was, if it sounded great. I think it wouldn't have had the same effect and it, and it wouldn't have had the same type of impact. Right. So, so that's, that's where I'm, that's what I was, that's all I was trying to say. I think yeah. uh, I've heard your, your argument before. Um, and it, I mean, it, it could be fair if, if uh, it just sounded like trash and there was nothing, there was no artistic reason for it. Yeah. Nothing to that. support it. But in this case, it's like, you know, the lyrics seem to be, if they're not autobiographical, then they seem to be telling a meaningful story. So it makes more sense for it to sound genuine and vulnerable than, I don't know, like a professional musical. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Like we're not singing on Broadway. It's just like a, it's more of a relatable story if it's sung by Tyler. Yeah. That's, that's where fair. I'm at. Yeah. So, and you I mean, know what? You can put your pants back on. Yeah. <laughs> Why are the pants coming off first and not the shirts? Isn't that the thing you're supposed to do if you're about to fight? You take your shirt off? Well, Ian, I don't know if the listeners are aware of this, but we both wear button off pants. We wear those pants that you rip off. So it's way easier to take the pants off first. Yeah. I have six pairs of those and I just rotate yeah. them through the laundry. So it's weird to me that you're asking that question. You know what? Something, though, I, I haven't learned 
to just take them off like regular pants. I rip them off every time. And it's a fucking bitch every day to redo the buttons. Yeah, and it kind of sucks because I've seen you at the urinal. And it's like, there's no fly. So you're always ripping them off at the urinal. And I'm having to like kind of watch the door and kind of explain, you know, I, I, I can't. I, I get tired of telling you to stop doing that. And by the time they're off, it's hard to put them back on. Yeah, so. I know. It's it's a bad habit of mine. There's only a couple different methods you can do. You either rip the whole thing off and piss and hope you can get it back on in time before anyone sees. Or just, you know, unbutton one side and flop it down. Well, I keep trying to tell you, too, like, you got to wear underwear. Like, if you're going to rip off your pants like that, like, don't go commando, you know? But I, I don't think the listener needs to be listeners need to be burdened with your issues. I just now that it's out, I, I think it's a good opportunity opportunity for me to to really like air out my my issue with you. Like no, and it's and that's good. And you know what? It feels good to talk about it. Okay. See, we're making a lot of progress today. Look at look at we're friends again. Okay, we're on the same page. Do you want to rate? I do want to rate. Album? Okay. Do you know what we're going to rate it out of? What are we going to rate it out of? Do you have an idea? I have an idea. Go for it. I'm all yours. How about we rate it out of, and this is just off the dome. What if we rate it out of aggressive creatures? Aggressive creatures. Like the uh, like the rooster I was talking about, Hermie? Yeah. The yeah, like Hermie. tried to attack me? Yeah, maybe okay. you can bring in, you know, maybe we'll bring in maybe, maybe like a raccoon squirrel. or two. Like that squirrel that... Yeah, the squirrel that the squirrel that was playing with fire and and broke the twig and fell out of the tree. Probably was gonna attack you, but then got too embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's that's a pretty shitty rating system, but let's go with it. Just thought of it. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah, I believe you. I have never heard that before. Good. Um. All right. Well, how about uh, how about you go first? All right. So my rating for this album is gonna be four point five aggressive critters. And, okay. uh, you know, there's going to be two uh, roosters from Old Fair Oaks. There's going to be uh, one squirrel. There's going to be one raccoon. And then a for the other, remaining half is going to be a baby possum. A baby possum. Okay. 4.5 is pretty low, uh, but I understand that we're in quite a disagreement with this album and we're coming from different um, perspectives, I think. It fluctuated so. a bit. I think I originally had it lower. But taking everything else besides our argument into consideration, the other qualities of the album just don't redeem it for me. It just doesn't yeah. bring it back up. That's fair. I mean, for, for you, and it's like, I can't hate on that, whatever. I disagree with you, but I'm fair not Fair for me like, and only for me? Yeah, if someone else said that, I would beat the shit out of them, like I did to you earlier. I got, I got a couple couple knuckle sandwiches in there we both have skin under our fingernails yeah i I hit you i I got you some couple good shots in the solar plexus i got i got you right in your xiphoid process (laughs) yeah that's that's man that's what's hurting right now all right well I'll, i'll go next uh i'm i i've changed my opinion a little bit since before i was going i was going to go eight but um, I was thinking about it a little bit, and I don't know how often I'm going to return to this album. I think I will return to it, but I don't think it's something that I'm just going to like have on repeat or or even like play an average of once a week per summer. You know, right. um, I'm just going to drop it down to a 7.5. That just feels better. I'm gonna I'm gonna clone. So for my creatures, my aggressive creatures, I'm gonna clone Hermie because he's like the archetype eight times, okay. and then. The eighth time is just because of the process and just like the DNA telomeres and stuff. He's going to be like this deformed, like half mutated dwarf version of himself. 7.5. That's it for me. That's my rating. All right. What do you say about that? I say that's fair for you. Yeah. We're, uh, we're in complete disagreement with this album, but that's fine. I think uh, I just tend to enjoy albums of this style and grace more than you that's a fair statement yep scott you want to uh you want to come back over and we'll we'll wrap this episode up yeah i think i've cooled down a little bit um you think we could be civil you uh i've stopped sweating and uh i think you know i i've calmed down as well and uh 
don't you come on back over and uh and we'll wrap this up in person okay i'll uh i'll step inside the room get off the phone and we will record as normal all right i'll see you i'll see you in a bit all right see ya All right, Scott, anything you want to add? Eat your veggies. We want to remind everyone out there to check your diddy, miss. Till next time, this has been Ear Buddies. Bye-bye. This has been another installment of the Ear Buddies podcast. Bye-bye now.